Welcome to the creative side of things. Where we empower and inspire business owners and entrepreneurs to tap into their inner creative. From standing out in saturated markets. To debunking and challenging the status quo. We'll learn firsthand from actual small business owners how they've applied creativity, imagination, and common sense to grow their businesses. I'm Javier, chief creator and founder of High Ground Creative. And I'm Megan, founder and CEO of Chicken Co. Clothing. I'm Gen X and her dad. I'm Gen Z and his favorite daughter. Oh, that's debatable. Well, it's not up for debate. Together, Together we, we are, are creative thinkers, design experts, branding gurus, imagination igniters, and coffee addicts. Keep listening and we'll prove it to you. Hey, you might learn something. Imagine that. Ready? Let's, Let's get, get creative. creative. Are you done touching the mic? I'm done touching the mic. <laughs> We're back. You got, you're already sassy. We're only nine seconds into the episode. Thanks, Megan. This is a little ASMR that you do sometimes. All right, we are back, and I'm, <laughs> and we're in season, uh, we're in season two, right? Season <laughs> so, two. Yeah. Exciting. Um, hello, right brainers. I'm your co-host, Megan, and to my right is... I am Javier. My dad. I am her father. We are a father-daughter <laughs> duo here on the creative side of things. Um, so welcome to the Creative Side of Things podcast, where we empower and inspire you to tap into your inner creative. Because we're all creative people. <laughs> yes, we are in different ways. And we're we here to, to help you figure out what way you are creative and, and go into that deeper with guests and topics. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why not? How better way to explain and show instances of creativity and imagination by showing how people have used their noggin, their right side of their noggin to so- solve those problems. To yeah. Ex- to ex- uh, in their own space. So exactly. Now, what we like doing with every episode is kind of finding a quote of the day. So mm. my dad will do an I'll do one, and it kind of fits into our topic. So it's almost like a little hint at whatever we're going right. to so be chatting about. So if this is the first time you've listened to us or watched us. That's what we do. If you're not, it's, you know, you're already used to that. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, you're so wonderful in just reminding people what we... Okay. <laughs> I like structure, you know? Like, I, I, know, I know. Yeah. So mine today is journalism allows its readers to witness history. Fiction gives its readers an opportunity to live it. John Hersey. Is it Hersey? Or Her- yeah, this is a Hersey. That's what I was thinking. Of I don't about. think it's Hershey. There's no H. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, that's really good. I uh, really, really like that one. You know, and our quotes are actually on point if, you know, uh, when our, our guests can chime in on that when he comes in and or he, when he, if he wants to, uh, any input on those. Are you a fiction or nonfiction guy? Um, no, I am a, I'm one of those that highlights books. So I like things that I'm learning when I read, I am like, okay, this is how to do this, how to do that with, I usually don't read stories. Okay. Uh, I watch stories that are Star Wars and you yeah, know, yeah. Harry Potter and stuff, but I usually don't read those. So now I do notes in my like fairytale books still because they're like, you're literally learning a new language. Like the first few chapters, I feel like I'm reading like Chinese because it's, it's like a um just get your thesaurus out because of what the style i read it's very like weird names i've never heard before no no no, it's good so (laughs) So i always have to write names it it does expand your vocabulary (laughs) if you read and you know we talk leaders are readers yes and leaders are note takers Uh, our guest does both a lot of that so we're going to talk to him about that or Uh, i'm going to even say listeners too because i like audiobooks no, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. You know, but as you're getting the stuff in your head. Yeah. There, there is something to be said about a piece of paper and holding it. And, you know, I know I'm uh, quote unquote old school, um, but uh, a paper and print is not dead. And we'll talk about that later. There's just how we use it. So it's something I, I have ebooks and I have audiobooks. I hear you. 
But there's something about picking that. Oh yeah, up. definitely. It depends something on the deck. It. But I love yeah. a I love a piece of paper. Right. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm gonna have you go into our guest. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> let, let let's you know. I didn't want to get this wrong, so uh, we did some trolling and kind of digging uh, about this guy. Uh, his name is Conrad, so you probably know as you're watching this because it's on the artwork <laughs> on the episode. <laughs> yeah. Conrad Laprade, uh, he's the publisher of the Delaware State News, uh, son of Daryl Laprade, who had um, a 43-year-long career in the news business and served in the independent news media for over 25 years. His dad did. Um, Conrad lives now in Dover, Delaware with his wife, Joy, his four children, Catherine, Jonah, Elizabeth, and Mariana. You got it better than me. Okay, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he played a significant role as vice president of sales in, independ in the independent news media since 2019. Uh, uh, he's, uh, but now he is the publisher, officially replaces his dad. Uh, he's on executive board of the Central Delaware Chamber of Commerce. I'm along his side, so we, that's how we actually met. And then he is, most importantly, well, actually, father and husband is most important. Yeah. Close third enthusiast of cigars and bourbon and a big Atlanta Braves fan. That's why I'm wearing my Nationals, watching the National <laughs> shirt in honor of him, because <laughs> I know it would kind of. So without further ado, Conrad Laprade. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it makes me really happy when people wear national stuff. I mean, when you're talking about the basement of the National League, it's, it's always <laughs> great. We so. Yeah, we're going to start. We knew whatever. Do you watch hockey? Because that's what, that's what I watch. So I haven't had a guest on here that really is into hockey. Uh, no, there's not many well, hockey Michael, fans. Michael was. Michael and me. Like, Aber, the same yeah. Team. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to, like, move north if you want that. <laughs> well, I love hockey. But don't leave me. Don't move up. No, north. no, no. Okay. I like Delaware. <laughs> Start going in fetal position. <laughs> Megan's leaving me. <laughs> because Deller has all the gems. And That's we, right. You That's want to remind them really Yeah, quickly? yeah. We actually skipped that. So as a reminder, everybody, we this this, this season is really important uh, because we are focusing on people in Delaware because this is where we are. This is We are in the second smallest state, and it's, it is a gem of a state. Uh, and the reason we do this is because we want to make sure that people understand wherever you are, you don't have to be in Delaware, that there's gems in your backyard. Uh, it is okay to expand your territory, go out there and go just, you know, go and, and take on the world. But don't forget your backyard. In Delaware, there's gems. So our theme is Acres of Diamonds. And we went, we're profiling and talking to a lot of people that have influence, that have impact, and they're doing a lot of things locally. And you can draw parallels on how that fits in your own backyard. But you're going to be very impressed uh, and about they're using creativity in in, each, in their space, absolutely. Yeah, in their own ways, absolutely. So, um, so thank you for the reminder. Of course, um, that's what I'm here for. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't. I don't need. I don't need an iPhone. I just have Megan through yeah. my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but Conrad, for those of uh, our guests that or our listeners and watchers, um, could you explain a little bit if they don't know anything about you? Explain what you do and who you are. Yeah. So I think. Two things. I mean, on the on the professional side of things, um, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But as Javi said, I'm a father of four. Um, my wife and I are let's see, 18 years. We've been married this year, so it's really exciting. Um, and uh, we are really excited about the communities that we live in. Um, so we love Dover. We've been here um, full time for about a year, kind of in the community. And uh, it's been a lot of fun to be involved, to get to know people, to see the businesses here. I think that's what you said is great about the acres of diamonds in, in, um, in this area. It is, Delaware is a small state, but it's so neat to see how connected everybody is. Mm. Um, and then, you know, there, it, it's really, I've lived in some 
much larger areas too. And what I love about Delaware is the way that we can play together. We can all sort of be in one room, talk about what's going on, and and really um, make connections with business leaders. And you know, and and they're your friends too. You know, and that's yeah. that's really special. It's neat. Yeah. Um, on the professional side of things, as Javi said, I'm the publisher of independent news media Delmarva. So we um, are independent news media network. We have a network of products and um, news sites that we do. We have betabaynews.com, which is our overarching website. And then we have um, a, a five-day-a-week paper, uh, the Delaware State News, <clears throat> and then uh, multiple weeklies and monthlies and quarterly magazines and um, a digital sales division and an event sales division. Um, out of here. So we've got a whole bunch of things happening kind of in the Delmarva Peninsula. We cover, um, we have bureaus in Milford, Smyrna, Middletown, Cambridge, Crisfield, Maryland, Salisbury, Maryland, and then up a little bit over the canal and then, and then um, more kind of as we get into the central Delaware area. Very cool. So lots of branches. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot going great. on. Yeah, it's yeah. A, there's a lot so, to cover. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Even um, in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what we're going to do, we're going to go look a little bit back Bring it to front yeah. and then go f- f- look forward. That's yeah. kind of like the, we're going to tell them we're going to tell them. Now we're going to tell them we're going to tell them. Good. We tell I love them. it. So growing up, uh, we you watch your your, uh, your father mm-hmm. work in newsrooms for many years uh, firsthand. So how has, it, how has he influenced your passion and approach uh, to, towards this industry? Yeah, you know, um, and I'll get it wrong. You guys can put it in the show notes maybe, but Mark Twain has a great quote about his dad, right? Okay. It, uh, when he was um, 15 years old, he was just shocked at how stupid he was. And when uh, when Mark Twain got to be older, he was amazed at how much his dad had learned in the three or four years. As, as he, um, <laughs> and, and I think that there's a lot of that in me, right? Like I am a, um, um, I never really appreciated um, what we had in, in community journalism growing up. Um, when I went to college, uh, my my wife uh, now, um, my girlfriend then, was the editor of the college newspaper. I really got to see journalism firsthand. I worked as the sales director for uh, that newspaper. And uh, then when I got out of school, and even while I was there interning, I was really interested in, like, how do I get into sales? Because that was what I wanted to do. Um, the longer I've been in the business, the more I've been interested in the community conversation that journalism drives. So you said, you know, we get to witness history with journalism. And I think that's true. But what I think we have to remember as journalists is that we're recording the conversation of history. And, you know, some of that, like, there's facts there. And it's certainly, but a lot of it is we're, we're recording this conversation. So, you know, you guys are recording a podcast. People get to listen to that. If you look back over history, what you're going to see is journalism is recording the conversation of the time. And that's okay. important, right? It's important for us to have that. So I've never heard it said that way and it's really smart very well articulated i like the way you explain that that makes yeah. a lot of sense and did you meet her through the newspaper then yeah i mean we kind met, of yeah i mean i met her like the <laughs> i just first. think that's cool that you were working <laughs> together before <laughs> yeah i mean i think the very first day that we went to college the two of us met each other on an honors retreat and i was head over heels and said a bunch of stupid things because she was you know really attractive and um so, but yeah, we, we, we got to know each other in the newspaper mm-hmm. business. I'd made a horrible impression the first time we met. So it took that to kind of get to a place where, um, where she was willing to give me another <laughs> shot. <laughs> Across the crowded room. Yeah. Eyes fixed on each Across other. Across the newspaper. Across the, yeah. <laughs> Across the newsroom. Yeah. Lots of caffeine-fueled <laughs> nights as we were putting out a weekly paper. Yeah. Into that. Yeah. Those are the best. I can't do those anymore. I listen to how much caffeine I, I just dropped that. I just thought, <laughs> this is me. 
Yeah. And if people are listening, it's just... <laughs> I'm just <laughs> He's pretending to fall asleep. <laughs> are there any... Um, I wanted to start with, are there any kind of, like, myths that you want to debunk about a newspaper, especially to our young listeners? Yeah, I mean, a couple things, right? Like, first of all, just, just to make sure that we all are really super clear, there's no intelligentsia that decides what goes in the paper. So if you believe, listening to this, that there's some sort of overarching group of people who all get together and decide what goes in the newspaper, in the Delaware State News, that's silly. Okay. Um, so we have um, we have a newsroom. Um, our newsroom is larger than it's been in um, uh, almost a decade. So we have 23 people in the newsroom that are, are all producing content in some way, shape, or form, uh, whether that's digital content, whether that's video content, whether that's podcasts. We're, we've got a huge network of things that we're doing. Um, and, you know, all of our journalists are um, working on reporting community things, right? So there are some difficult things that we, 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 we see ourselves as watchdog. I think it's important for us to do that. But a lot of what we want to do is report on the good news that's happening in the community. And there's a ton of that. And so, you know, when you, when you hear about these, the, the national side of journalism, I empathize there. But we are an unbiased news organization. And we really try very hard. And we don't have opinions about things. So when it comes to national politics, or even local politics. We, we really stay away from that. We're, we're unbiased, and, um, and our goal is just to report what we see. And, um, and, you know, we want this to be your paper or website, too. And so one of our mantras is that if you get us news, we put it in the paper. Um, so if you look through our newspaper or on our website, it's full of community things that people are sending us. We, our um, opinions pages every week, we have th- every day we have three opinions pages that are just letters that people have written about things that are really important to them in the community. And we see that as a pub, what's a public trust for us. You know, we, um, One other thing, and, and, and this might be something to link maybe in the show notes, but, but there's, a, um, there's a column that we wrote. We just turned 70 years old this year. So we're-, we're Very um, cool. Yeah, so the Delaware State News is celebrating their 70th anniversary. And what um, Jack Smith, who's a really great guy, started the newspaper, and then his son, Joe Smith, took over, and Joe has recently retired. But when Joe took over, Joe took the Delaware State News as a, from a for-profit business to a for-profit business that's owned by a nonprofit trust. It was one of the first of its time when it started. There, there's a little bit more of a trend now that that's happening. But right now, our organization, everything we make is reinvested into the business and the community that we serve. And so um, that's different than some of the other news organizations I've worked for where we've had a board or we've had, um, not board, we've had you know, shareholders that we've had to, to pay dividends to. That's not the, the way that we operate here, which um, which allows so, us to do some really fun things. It is, because if you think about it from a perspective of credibility and even on the information, for sure, um, if it's profit-driven, then there's a lot of different influences, I guess, too, mm-hmm. that, that can bend truth or just what goes in there because they want to drive profits. I mean, obviously, you're not, I'm not in business with my company to lose money, but if the fact that you structured it, I love the fact that it's... it's it ensures that what you're producing is something that the people want and it stays right. in the middle. Um, it's, I love that because I, I didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. a very cool thing. Um, you have a passion for small business. I know you talked before about that and, and it's evident every time we talk to you. Um, um, in, in many ways, the Delaware State News and even all the publications and stuff, is you see it as a beacon, I guess, mm-hmm. to the community. Um, tell me how that... Because of the digital shift, yeah, I know. Um, have you kind of made those adjustments to make sure that you stay relevant as mm-hmm. a, as an organization? Because that's one of the things I've really. Uh, I mean, I know you personally. 
you know, we had to, I, I had to figure out how do I get Conrad in here and it's, and it's relevant for the, for, for what we're doing. So it, it is in double fold. You're here locally, you're creating impact and what you're doing, but also uh, you've been very creative in how you've made adjustments to, to stay relevant. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think a couple, a couple things like our, our mission to strengthen the communities we serve by publishing unbiased journalism um, and helping local business grow, that really does drive a lot of what we do. So everything we do is kind of filtered through that. So, um, you know, our it, it's no secret, and it, it shouldn't be. Our, a lot of our readers have shifted from a reading a print news product to expecting news every day when they want it. And so mm. we've done the same thing. Um, we have a website, again, betabaynews.com, that um, we report local news every day, multiple times a day, multiple times every hour. You're going to have updates on there. We have a ton of videos that we that we publish there, and that's where the, the vast majority of our news starts. And so a lot of our readers are there, right? Um, and then we go into more of a printed product. And over the years, our print circulation has declined slightly, but what we've seen is that our digital circulation has increased substantially as people pay for local journalism. That's important. So... You know, um, I tell people all the time when we talk about it, and one of the myths that I think is there is that news needs to be free. You know, we have 23 journalists that we have to pay. Um, and we are owned by a nonprofit, but frankly, we have to be able to cover our costs. Right. And the community needs to be able to support that if they want a news organization there. So you know, we charge $5 a month to have unlimited access to the digital product, um, which is an awesome deal. You know, yeah, and that's more than affordable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally, yeah, totally. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the, the hook here... You know, I'm a marketing guy, and the sure. and, and the the value proposition is local. Uh, the world of news is saturated with national and international news. We mm -hmm. can get at that anywhere, and obviously, we have to vet whether we it was accurate or not. That's another conversation. But in the theme of us, what we're doing here locally, right? It's such a big deal. The fact that you have a product that if I'm here, we're here in Central Delaware. If you're like in Hackensack, New Jersey, if you're in anywhere in the United States and you're listening, I don't know why I picked that town. It just came to mind. <laughs> I have no idea. I've never been to Hackensack. Have you? I didn't know that. I've been to New Jersey. But anyway, that's <laughs> it's a song. It's a song. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's so cool because I want to know what's happening here. It impact. This is right. what impacts us everywhere uh, uh, in our backyard. What's happening? And it's not just somebody's, you know, robbed house down the street it's there's really cool things happening community events and different things there's a lot of good news a lot of you. really good news and stuff and information so that is very valuable and i think especially even post-covid people are going back to grassroots things that were popular that weren't popular anymore that are shifting back to these old older things that are trending now but i don't i don't think they're going to go away anymore and one of those look even google's doing this from their search perspective they're focusing hyper local Mm -hmm. and go out instead of people yeah. love nostalgia too like, uh, absolutely i think when things get hard like we gravitate towards that so. right right yeah. and look you, now you can see the print thing and you don't necessarily obviously you might end up in the bottom of the cage of your parrot but that's not <laughs> where you get newspapers anymore you can still get it and read it and then do that uh right. thanks for laughing i appreciate that <laughs> this made me think of my grandma's birds <laughs> uh, um, yeah please we could, yeah. yeah so you were saying it's community driven which is amazing yeah, and I um i wanted to go into it's also like even articles aside it's a way to showcase small businesses too i'm sure there's like mm. ad options and things like that like yeah. so i feel there's just so many like love or layers to a newspaper pun intended um and including like does the delaware um newspaper as well have like comic section or oh yeah absolutely <laughs> things yeah. like that and i'll tell you what listen um you know we can talk about 
print newspaper decline, print news, news subscriptions declining, and that's true. It has over the years. But we have about five thousand regular print subscribers who, and that doesn't count the people who go out and buy the newspaper from the stands, who's another three or four thousand folks a day. But you know, if we a couple of years ago decided, and you know, I hope nobody listening to this has heard that, but we decided that we were going to drop Marmaduke, as which is a comic, okay. Um, Six hundred calls later, <laughs> we decided to put Marmaduke back that's in. Amazing, and 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 that and that blows my mind. Yeah, and that's that's a couple of years ago. You yeah. know, that was the right prior right, as the pandemic was wrapping up. We were talking about this. Actually, it wasn't a couple of years last year. Um, but anyway, I think that that's there's a huge passion for what happens and what's in the printed newspaper, and we still believe that it's really powerful and important. Um, but we also think, we also know that there's a whole different group of people to reach. And so that's where we, we really want to focus on the digital side too. And, you know, I, um, it is true that there's, you know, there, there's community events that happen. I think one thing that's really important about the state news, we have a, we're, we're the only media organization in the state um, that has a reporter every day at Legislative Hall when, legislation, when legislators are in session. So the AP does have somebody there, but as far as a news organization, we're the only one that has someone there. And that's really important to make sure that we understand what our legislators are doing, mm. to regularly talk about what um, what issues are happening, what's happening with EVs, um, what's happening with the farm bill, I mean, the things that really impact our community. And, you know, we provide an easy way for you to understand and then be involved. Because we said earlier, Delaware is a super small state. You probably know a lot of your elected officials. Yeah. And you see them down the street. You walk, you know, go right. to Walmart. There, you, there's that person. I mean, the right. mayor was mentioning a story when he was in Redner's, one of our yeah. supermarkets. And some lady walks up to him. It's like, um, there's a big branch uh, in my front, in the front of the yard because of the last storm and whatever. And he's like, well, hold on a second. He made a phone call from Redner's, a supermarket, called the public works. And they had, right. so anyway, you don't see that in big cities and stuff. You know, right. Accessibility. And I think what is important about journalism is where there's strong news organizations, sometimes you do see those connected things, but it's important for us here. We have a real impact on what's happening in the state of Delaware. Yeah, we do. And if we, and for us, we need to care. And so my pitch to people is, you know, whether you subscribed or not, care about local news and, and subscribe to something, you know, make sure that you're, that you're focused on some local piece because you have an, we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but you have an impact. You have the ability to impact what happens locally significantly more right. than you have an impact to, to for what happens nationally. And yet, you tend to spend a lot more energy thinking about a national thing that has no impact on you than you do on the local side where you could really make a difference. Make a difference right. for sure. And that's the essence of our season. Uh, and and that's why it's so, you're, you're a perfect guest for this because you're so, that's this is your daily vibe. This is your mantra in, in, in professionally. I know that, you know, I know that from the time I've known you. And, <clears throat> but, Speaking to the audience, even if you're not in Delaware, as a reminder, you know, get involved. Local, uh, not necessarily politics, local thing, awareness, and uh, it's so important. And I feel that that mindset uh, should everybody should have. Um, yeah, if you're looking for ways to support your local community, just read the newspaper. I'm sure you can find uh, something absolutely. in there. It's in there. It's yeah. in there. Um, do you want to say something? Okay. I w- one, one question for you. Bold prediction. Mm. Fast forward ten years. Uh, well, how, what does the newspaper industry look like? You know, I think first of all, we've got to start thinking about ourselves as a media network. So, okay. so um, you know, we, we really have to, and, and we've started doing making that transition. You asked earlier about uh, sales folks, so we have um, ten marketing consultants in in this market. Um, 
I think what is important for us is we have a lot of infrastructure in place to work as um, not to work as a, um, a digital agency, um, an events marketplace, um, a news reporting organization, and small business consultants kind of throughout the area. And so I think we're going to continue to see uh, news organizations move in that direction. I also think there's a lot of national companies that own newspapers, and we're seeing we're seeing more nonprofits happen. And so in 10 years, I think we're going to see more of a transition to the nonprofit side of things where news organizations are doing what I said, but they're doing it as a nonprofit as opposed to a company that's paying dividends out, which is more difficult because there's a lot of, there's, there's a whole lot of pressure on organizations to deliver a profit. And in our business, there's really only a couple ways. If you can't grow revenue, there's only a couple ways to, to get more profit. And a lot of um, pressure to, to alter things to, to, so you can drive those profits, which yeah. at the end, many times, unfortunately, the end person is, is going to suffer. Yeah. Um, did you guys have any in the past, even like with the pandemic and after, did you have any major shifts that you just really had to pivot and, and work through? Like anything that comes to mind that was a big, big shift that you had to change? Yeah. Yeah. So, so one of the things that's interesting about our company is that, that we're actually, we, we have, we've worked without offices for a long time. So we do have an office space that's around the corner from you guys, but um, we, we, our reporters and, um, and our sales, sales folks have not necessarily been in an office. So the pandemic didn't hurt us there. What we did see a lot of was a shift to digital. People were looking for news right away. And mm -hmm. so we really, um, we really accelerated some of that. Um, we also saw just, you know, um, if you're familiar with a regular newspaper, one of the things that you see in there is, you know, there used to be these glossy pre-printed inserts. And so on a Wednesday, you'd pick it up and you'd see grocery store inserts and that kind of thing. Um, as retail has changed s during the pandemic in particular, we saw a lot of that kind of convert to digital. We still have some folks who regularly put preprints in our newspaper and they get great results, but we saw that part of the business shift to a certain extent and a lot more digital came out of that um, as a result, just as, as buying habits changed, people began to go online more and that kind of thing. So the, uh, your shift was more just not cutting anything. You just kind of focused a little bit more digital in that yeah. season. Yeah, I think it, the pandemic, um, What I, if you had asked me five years ago what was going to happen in 10 years, the pandemic took that and, and fast-forwarded a lot for us. Like mm. things just moved forward quickly, and we saw some, you know, from our older readership who maybe didn't know what does digital look like, they had to think about, they okay, we're in this place where digital needs to happen. And so there was a, there's this fast forward. For, for was that, do you feel beneficial or? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it changes hard, you yeah. know, I mean, the average, um, the average time that one of my employees has been employed is 25 years. And so like a lot of our people have been there for a long time and that's great because there's a ton of knowledge that they have, mm. but change yeah. is hard. Yeah. And, uh, and change is hard for our readers too, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it, and change is hard for the people we deliver to. So, I mean, we, we're in this place where we where we do have this product that's always been the same, and people expect us to deliver it a certain way. And so, you know, it was hard, but I think we came out on the other end much stronger um, and uh, and much better positioned for the next, you know, 10 years. And I love how you mentioned earlier uh, you're more of a media company. Because mm -hmm. if I shifted to content that's relevant to an audience, marketing there's touch points so how do you deliver this message well so you can re uh, deliver it in print so it's consumed that way or you can deliver it digitally so it's consumed that way. so you re you have redundancy in the same message in mm -hmm. different places so you know you just make shifts but at the end of the day you're informing an audience 
and you're just making adjustments as a media company instead of a newspaper company. It's just that's another form of delivering the message. Yep. So uh, just that mindset in with you guys. Will make you stand out. Yeah, and, and guarantees that you're going to be continue to be relevant yeah. because you made adjustments and switch, you know. Um, yeah, there's people who who adapt and people who just quit or, or you know, hide in the corner. It. Fight right, it, yeah. Right, right. Fighting is honestly worse than quitting sometimes where you're just, like, stuck in Being that Being stubborn about it. We yeah. have a whole episode called Pivot, and if we talked changes, about this. nothing changes, nothing changes. Right. So. <laughs> uh, there has to be at least the... The mindset. The mindset yeah. of do that. Um, yeah, please. You do have you have a favorite section of a newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it depends. I mean, I, I love um, local business. Mm -hmm. So if I if if and, and we do a bunch of stuff on local business. We have a uh, we have a quarterly magazine that we publish that kind of talks about our favorite haunts. We we you guys were at our Stars of Delaware um, party, which is um, a section that actually came in the paper later, which was all of the and online. Um, all of the businesses who won our readers poll. So I love that product because it kind of gives you an insight in on here's the best places to go. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think the cool thing about a, the cool thing about a news product and specifically a newspaper is that um, you have you have news that is there whether you want it or not. And sometimes when we get into a doom scroll on social media, we're only clicking on the things that we want to see, right? And so what what happens is if we have a mindset. We only click on the things we want to see. Now we have reinforced that mindset. Which is what's interesting about a news product that has a start and a finish is that you get a whole bunch of news and you don't necessarily get to choose what it is that you consume, which is good because it gives you a well-rounded form. And so yeah, that's not so bad. Very healthy. That yeah. it can be. I can. Yeah. And it, I like that. In mindset aside, it'll even out the algorithm will make you only see oh, sure. doomsday things uh, absolutely. <laughs> it's terrible. and it can absolutely. be terrifying yeah it <laughs> so. is it's, you know it's terrifying you yeah. look at my tiktok all you see is star wars <laughs> baseball <laughs> that's good <laughs> and, you know whatever you know yeah. so it's uh i mean some marketing stuff you know mm -hmm. uh before i go any further just do not take i i i draw the line at calvin and Hobbes. do not take them away marmaduke it's fine with me but calvin and Hobbes, <laughs> sure you, keep them. you know he's like retired for 20 years right? so they're just recycling the old stuff they don't actually publish Calvin Hobbes. They haven't for 20 years. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> that shows you that. I, although we, we had the conversation. I, I picked up the other day the yeah. comics with him. I was with him. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, they still have this. Yeah. This is the most important. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. So um, from someone who's, like, still learning about, because, I mean, I'm 26, so I didn't really go, like, I started with digital, like, right. you know. Sure. Um, so I'm still even learning things about the newspaper today. And when you're saying um, you have a lot of, like, small businesses and, and, you know, just our community, small stories that you still publish, how does – I always thought that you'd have to be found by a newspaper and, like, some big thing to be on a newspaper. Is it is there easier ways to get on the news? Well, so a couple things. I mean, all right, we, we've got, like I said, 23 reporters who are all have beats, right? Or 20, 23 content producers. So there's beat, there's many folks that have beats. And so um, if you have news, um, you can email it to us. You can come by and drop it off. But, but for the most part, a lot of our news is emailed in where people will say, hey, you might think about this. And often they know the reporter because we have, you know, uh, co connections with. So Matt McDonald is, uh, is one of the reporters who covers the Dover area in Milford. Um, and we were at the uh, Delmarva Food Bank uh, last yesterday, and talking to talking to them, and they said, "Hey, we know Matt. He's been by a couple times, and here's something that we've given him that's happening." And so, you know, we we have reporters who are going out. We also have news that's coming in. If you have a community event, we have a um, on our website betabaynews.com. There's a calendar function where you can post news that's happening for free. Um, 
And so there's a lot of that that happens. But, you know, we, we're always looking for interesting stories, and business stories are things that our readers really care about. And so, you know, uh, we've written a bunch of stories in the last couple of days. We have a business roundup that runs once a week, and then we have some more kind of detailed stories where folks are either sending us things or our reporters are driving around saying, hey, I saw that there's some dirt moving there. I want to know what's going into that That's place. That's cool, yeah. Because yeah. And with your connection with the Chamber of Commerce, you are, you know, I have access to those ribbon cuttings as well, mm-hmm. which is always big news too. Yeah, sure. and, and the yeah. Chamber sends, the Chamber's a, a great partner of ours. They send us um, a number of those ribbon cuttings, and we try to, we try to publish as many as we can. That's yeah. cool. I have a really cool, cool um, story to suggestion. Hmm. Uh, father, father, daughter put together this... <laughs> podcast uh, to talk about <laughs> what yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, listen i think I've, I've said to you before but you should send us you know we should we should definitely talk i mean i think there's there's some real interesting like that's interesting and you know we again we want our readers to um our, we, we want to tell our readers what's happening in the area and so whether it's a podcast they should listen to or um whether it's a, a restaurant they should check out we, we really want to make sure that our readers understand that and you know we're actively looking for those kinds of things. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. One of my vendor shows I just did for my clothing company, the news was there, the dog days of summer. Mm. Um, they went, cause it was at the local, um, the ice creamery and, um, what's that called again? It's by the train tracks. Oh, oh Tresorel. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 I can't even pronounce it. I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> That's like French. But yeah, they were there. I thought that was cool. <laughs> I, I've been seeing the news a lot lately at our local like events that we go so, to. So it's cool. Yeah, right, it's yeah. when, when it comes, when it's in your mind, then you notice it more. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it's the news again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. And, you know, again, we're, we're really proud of the people that cover these particular events. So a lot of our reporters have been there for a long time and uh, they're ingrained in the community and it's, you know, we'd like to be your friends, right? So, so maybe we are the news, but we're also, you know, people who are involved in the community and actively all of our, all of our reporters and, and, uh, and our sales reps are, are marketing consultants are involved in different community things, right? So whether that's coaching or boards or whatever, we're, we're really involved in these communities because we love them. That's yeah. cool. Awesome. That's awesome. You know, this episode feels warm and wholesome. Like the newspaper. <laughs> it's not heavy. I love this. It's a good. It's a good conversation. Now, because of your dad, did you always know you'd just go into that, or did you have any other? Like, if there was another yeah. job, if well, not this, what, what would, would it be? Conrad be doing? Still mm. journalism in some way, or mm. playing second base for the Atlanta Braves? Yeah, probably not. I'm a lefty. <laughs> a lefty. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think, um, you know, I'm I'm a sales guy at heart, and so um, I really was going into sales and, and I started in sales at, um, at a newspaper in Easton and then, you know, have spent almost, um, 18 years selling different products for a media organization. So I was really interested in sales and, um, you know, that's really where my heart was. And I think, uh, as I've continued to see the impact that community, community journalism has, I've wanted to stay involved in that, um, that side and, and, um, and so that's where I, that's where I've been. But you know, sales was kind of my my first and second choice, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I set, selling a product, um, and I spent a lot of time kind of looking at that. But yeah, and um, essentially, you still are selling. Yeah, absolutely. Product. I mean, yeah. and a lot of sales is just you know, you do you believe in something, and and then you're an a, a brand advocate for the thing that you the mm. thing that you believe in. Yeah. Whoop, ding ding. That's gonna get one of those. <laughs> um, um, you know, one thing just personally with Conrad, you know, I connected with Conrad. Personally, we we're, we met through the chamber, but we immediately are, we're heart centered, passionate guys who love our daughters, love our kids, love our wives, and and just you know 
so that was a commonality. Is that something that drew me to you? And that's something that I can see how you put into your passion, into your work. It's very evident when you meet Conrad in anything. It's 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 very clear. There's nothing fake there. Um, I, I do have to say, I love. Yeah. My, I have a favorite son too. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm a poor guy. When everybody starts getting older, he's just going to get overshadowed. But he is my favorite son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Um, I'm trying to figure out which one is my favorite daughter today. I'm not sure yet. Um, maybe the one that's not here. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you want to shift to like the, some whimsical kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, okay. I had. Um, I wanted to ask you if you could interview one person in history. They could be since past or. <laughs> or not? Um, is there anyone that's to interview? Out to have that a conversation. Cool to have in the newspaper. Let, let's add something to that what? and have a cigar with. Yeah. Oh man. Can mix it. Mm. Um, pressure. I mean, there's just so many, right? I mean, I'd love one. to talk to. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, you know, so, all right. One hour, one person. I, I'd love to talk to Winston Churchill. Okay. I mean, yeah, and cool. smoke a cigar with him. Yeah. yeah, he looks like a... He is a cigar smoker. He's yeah. on my wall. I've got a, uh, he, you know, that, picture of all that's the right, different... That's right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, is that like your home office or... Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 I, is it okay if I get a picture of that and use and put it on the podcast just so people can see this room? It's an incredible space. It's oh, just sure. a wide shot. We don't want to be any... No, no, We sure. can blur yeah. some things. Yeah. 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 There's good <laughs> stuff listen, in here. Listen, yeah. His garage is incredible. It's literally... Uh, when I walk in there, my testosterone levels go up. I feel like... So is I it a, a garage, or like a pole thing? Like no, oh. it's just a regular garage, but my wife, who is fantastic, helped to, helped to design it. So we painted the painted the walls blue, and then she did like a, a picture wall for me of some of my favorite things. So cool. it's a it it is it it's an office where I where I work, but it also doubles as a lounge. So you know, it's a cigar lounge where we'll, we'll my wife and I spend some time every night, and um, I also often have people over where we're you know we we spend time talking. Um, in the same way that you know you might read a newspaper, we're talking about kind of what's happening in the mm-hmm. local side. It's a very cool. We've talked a lot about um, how important creative spaces are. For yeah, that's a very fade a wave place yeah. where you can just sit there and just. I'm sure. Yeah. I like that, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's great. I, I have so, a pole building. Okay. That's my workspace, and yeah. it's a like a hippie shed. So <laughs> it is yeah. a hippie that's shed. My I don't know spot. what happened there. Um, <laughs> maybe you have some. Well, Carlos you were Santana born. In you. you were born in. 1970 and I, and I like 1970 <laughs> so <laughs> um you know, you know if she was i think if you were you would be probably like a um what do you call this flower child mm. if, if you're in another life i will never want to be in a different time era though because there's so many opportunities for yeah. for people now so i just more admire the music yeah <laughs> maybe really, not like the situation my music, i'm a gen x my music it's trending to these kids now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> what is the what's your favorite what, 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 if you had to pick a, a band or a group that you i really like acdc okay and I, I listen yeah. i listen to abba a lot too so it's Come a very on. like it goes back and forth that's i'm awesome. so proud of her that's awesome <laughs> i grew up my mom playing alba yeah you know, in the background ABBA. you know my yeah. my mom um yeah it's so, so proud of you abba's great and you like a little stevie nicks yeah i just feel like just going stevie nicks is kind of like like everyone says that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was like she was playing acdc i'm like it's good <laughs> i just watched an acdc cover band at the uh, paradise grill okay <laughs> it was cool come on that's um, awesome that's, that's really cool. fantastic <laughs> uh, so she's an old soul that's right do um, you guys ever um uh, report on like local like uh i'm we had firefly like local oh yeah absolutely like that so yeah so so fish is going to come back right i don't know if you saw cool. that but yeah. fish is coming next year um and you know we we publish that but um we have an entertainment section every friday called finally friday and so in um finally friday 
we look at the bans and the things that are happening in in the week to come. So um, if you, you know, for your listeners, probably this won't necessarily connect with them, but you guys, um, Folk Festival is this coming weekend. So uh, in Salisbury, so the National Folk Festival used to have a folk festival that was that was there. Now the lo- now locally Salisbury's taken that over, and it's going to be a fantastic event. So is that three the days. Renaissance, th- or is that something completely different? Okay. Yes, this is an actual folk festival where they close down Salisbury. There'll be five stages. It's going to be a ton of music. It's awesome. Oh, cool! Yeah, so, I'll have to go um, do that. And for those listeners that. that are not um, familiar with our area, um, we're Delaware is in the Peninsula, Delmarva. So yeah. there is Maryland, Salisbury, Maryland is mm-hmm. part of the same mm-hmm. inlet. So we, we consider that local for us because we're yeah. so part of within the dri- same driving distance. So with um, the, when we say Bay to Bay news, it's all the news from one bay to the other. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Do you want to do a rapid fire? Yeah, we'll just do a few rapid fire So we're going to do some wrap fun up. rapid fire questions. Do it. Uh, you know, you have, how long do we have to get them to answer? Because I don't, you know, I don't want to be like five minutes. Like, no, a know. few seconds. I mean, I don't have the Jeopardy music on this as, as a button. <laughs> Uh, so we'll start from the top. Uh, I think we already did two, so don't worry about that. Uh, what's your go-to breakfast cereal? Or not? I, I drink a smoothie every morning. Okay. Favorite classic movie? Ooh. Casablanca. Oh. Ooh. Favorite sci-fi movie? Back to the Future. Yes! <laughs> That's a great movie. Yes. Um, do you like the one, two, three? Uh, the one, one and two are my favorite. Okay. Yeah, I this one you might have to think for a second. But what's a word you believe is underused in headlines, and and shouldn't be? You know, I don't know. I mean, I I think um, a lot of our headlines are sensational, and, uh, not ours, but a lot of headlines can be sensational. And I think that you know we need to we need to lay out clearly. A headline needs to be clearly what the story is, and mm-hmm. you know. Here's why you should read it or look at it, and so yeah. And, and good adjectives, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, There's a whole art to that though that I don't know much about, and we have we liter- we literally have copy editors and folks who are writing our headlines and spend a lot of time uh, making sure that they um, that they're right. It's so, important. It's almost yeah. like YouTube like clickbait like titles. Right. Like you yeah. have to have something that makes someone pick it up. Yeah, and we want to make sure that again our headlines you know describe what's there. Yeah. Um, yeah, for Absolutely. readers. All right, enough with this heavy stuff, okay? <laughs> Morning coffee, black with cream or fa- fancy latte? Uh, it's completely black, and uh, I'm a dark roast kind of guy. Yeah. So, um, you know, my it, it's less for me about what sort of coffee, although I have a dark roast Costa Rican that uh, is wonderful right now that I'm drinking, and it's more about the way that I make it. So I'm a pour-over kind of person. Yes. I, I use a Chemex um, or an Aeropress um, every morning. But sometimes a mocha master, but I'm really passionate about coffee. And you good are, coffee. you're an aficionado. I don't know about <laughs> that, but I love it. Yeah, and, and well, cigars and bourbon for sure. And you walked into that his garage, man, this mm-hmm. guy. I'll have to. I I just it. did a, a like I did a family session, and the garage reminds me of what you're describing. I took a picture of it. I'll show you. It's yeah. really cool. <laughs> it had a collage wall and all that stuff too. Um, if you, so what is the most unexpected place that you've found inspiration for your work? Like a place that you feel most creative? Well, it, it's not necessarily unexpected, but I love good coffee shops. And, mm. you know, there mm-hmm. is, we talked about, what's the coffee shop you guys go to? Amity. 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 I went yesterday. Fantastic. <laughs> we meet every Monday there. Yeah. Amity's fantastic. There's a, um, there's a coffee shop in Milford. Um, it's in a, in a church by the Milford. Uh, uh, Legacy Coffee. Yes, and I love just the, you know, I, what I like is um, a clear space where you can just sit and think, yes. and that, that place is, is one where, you know, you can sit and 
can spend a day just thinking, you know, yeah. and I think I that, love that. I go, yeah. that's my second office, when, a, a coffee shop, it doesn't mm-hmm. have Starbucks. Yeah. And they always have such good Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very important. Yeah. Um, you so, know. um, so even when you go to like a local coffee shop, do you just get like a black roasted coffee? Like mm. Yeah. So I'll get a dark roast and I try to get a pour over both. The, I, I think, um, legacy only does light roasts and that's great. Mm-hmm. They have some really good light roasts and, and they're very thoughtful about how they do it. But I like, you know, when I can't get a pour over that is any good, I try to go for an espresso. Um, and I'm pretty choosy about where I get coffee. Um, the newspaper should do like a theme, like a newspaper yeah. roast. Of yeah, roast there you go. Like. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Good yeah. idea. Do you have any more? I do. Um, how about this? Let's um, tell, tell us something. I don't want you to go to bourbon or cigars mm. that we okay. don't know about you. Just fun, just maybe a hobby, things you like to do, anything just comes to mind that that, we, that even people that work with you were like, Conrad, I did not know that about you. Mm. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm a pretty open book when it comes to that. I, I am a, I, I'm a, I'm a speed walker about that. So I often say I'm a runner, but really I'm a speed walker. Okay. And so, you know, I, uh, I spend, I walk, you know, three times a week. Uh, I try to walk 30 miles a week or so. And, That's, you know, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, yep. You do a lot of thinking there, a lot of time. It, it's a great, and that is an unexpected place, but it's a great place to think and to, um, and to, and, you know. How do you capture an idea? If you're like mid-stride, something comes to mind, ah, do you like type it into your notes in the yeah. iPhone? You I mean, I'm, sp- I'm speed walking, so yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah, easy right, to right, you know, yeah, type yeah. it into your notes. <laughs> or to, but I'm also an auditory, so I, I'll, I will take a lot of voice notes. Um, okay. So I, I listen and learn, um, you know, so you were saying earlier, I think it, it's all right. I think, I, in fact, it's good to say that you read books by listening to them. Mm-hmm. And I think you should give yourself permission to say, I'm reading this book. I love it. You're listening yeah. to it. Um, but yeah, so I so so I, I do a lot of that. And in today's time, while you're walking, you know, you can also be on calls. Right. And and that and that happens, too, sometimes. So that's yeah. almost a form of meditation in some capacity. I mean, yeah, for sure. That's, all, yeah. that's you can center yourself that way. Yeah, for sure. And, and in the ev- in the late evening, you know, especially in the summertime, it's just a beautiful time for me to be able to get out and, you know, you can catch up with some friends. And, yeah, this yeah. week's weather has been perfect for speed yeah. walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this weekend won't be. I know. Weekend, I know. Um, but are you a note taker? I see you have a note. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I, I am. Um, I have a full focus planner, um, which is a uh, we could do a quick at another point. We talk about that. But I love taking notes and kind of writing down my priorities. And I think um, one of the most important things that we can do is to um, is to write down the, the priorities that you have for the day. And um, and then you know, for me, I just take a lot of notes based on you know what I'm seeing and thinking. I do my top three. So I get that. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's important to get it out of your head. It actually hurts when it stays in there too long. Yeah, and put it somewhere. Loving paper can be like the worst sometimes because I go to Amity with like a Mary Poppins bag and I have <laughs> a planner, notebook, to do list notebook. Yes, laptop, oh, I see Kindle. it. And, and then a ladder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're, they're used to me on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think you know it's interesting. Your mind is something, right? Where like if you put if you have your top three in your head and you never get them out, mm. then when you put other stuff in your head, your mind is like, well got this other stuff here so I'm gonna I mean you're smart right so yeah so if you write something down and your mind is used to I have it in my head I'm gonna put it out on paper then your, your mind and you trust yourself more with getting inputs because you know that that input's gonna come here and yeah. you're gonna get it done. everybody exactly. listen to Conrad that is incredible advice that is amazing advice yeah. I mean, trust yourself you know we can we need to have an episode about that that is such a profound statement 
if you can't trust yourself, right. how the heck are you going to trust anybody around you? Right. I mean, that's a method you can just find a way to in your solitude to kind of find, you know. And writing's a good way of uh, memorizing as well. Like if if you have that great memory, like myself, uh, mm-hmm. writing, I feel like I always remember anything I write. So if right. I just think of it and then hope I remember, it, it's gonna immediately leave. Right. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead, please, please. No, no, I mean, I just, I think, you know, the, the, the best memory in the world fails to the faintest pencil mark, right, on a piece mm. of paper. And that and that's a quote that you could look up later that I, I can't take credit for, but it but it's true. And I think we need to, we, as I, I tell my marketing consultants this and um, and our reporters all the time, I mean, it, for us, it's important to make sure that we are taking notes Write and writing down. things down um, in whatever fashion. There's some people who are going to take great digital notes, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's wonderful. I'm glad that people do that. I, for me, I want something written down, though. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. beautiful, beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. Gosh, yeah. we got, we're almost like a 50 minutes. It's amazing how fast time goes. Um, let's do one last thing and finish this out. I'm going to go to something that's very you're passionate about. Mm. Um, you're an expert. I, you might not say that, but I believe you're an expert in bourbon mm. and cigars. Uh, can you offer our listeners any recommendations on any, your favorite brands, blends, or pairing tips for any of this? Yeah, I, so I think, you know, taste is something, when you taste a whiskey, um, it, it's going to connect with some with, with your own personal thing. So, so what I would say is if you're trying to think about, first of all, what kind of whiskey or what kind of bourbon should I look at, the first thing I ask people is, do you like light roast or dark roast coffee? Mm. Then I'll ask them about wine. Do you like red wine or white wine? Um, do you like wheat bread or rye bread? And based on the answers to those questions, you could get some real, you know, some basic things. So just some whiskeys that are on the shelf that are always worthwhile. Um, Four Roses has a small batch select, which is fairly affordable and is pretty good. Um, but at most stores around here uh, are doing their own barrel picks where they go in and they sample four or five whiskeys from a barrel, from different barrels, and they get that entire barrel. So those are those are whiskeys that stores have spent a little bit of time with, they've been more thoughtful about. Um, and so I often ask what kind of barrel picks the store has. Wow. That will tell me, one, if the owners are thoughtful about what they're choosing, and then two, those are great. Those can be great whiskeys, and they're unique because they're it's a single barrel, so you'll only have that whiskey one time. You might have other blends that are similar, but that particular whiskey is only one time, and somebody actually took some time to choose it. So that, that amazing. That's, cool. <laughs> that's how I sound talking about coffee, probably. I know, I know. That's how we when we talk. Yeah. But but even with coffee, that's another layer because you're very. And the pairings are really important. Like with even like wine, if you have the wrong wine with a a meal, like mm-hmm. it might taste bad. Mm-hmm. Like or even it Absolutely. could make your pasta taste bad. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a white over red or whatever. So yeah. um, I'm dark roast, red wine. Okay. White toast. Rye or wheat? Neither. Okay, white. White. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, I think I, think I would try, um, if you think about a flavor, what's your favorite flavor? Maple syrup? I mean, oh, connect, connect caramel. Connect something. Caramel? Oh, yeah. So, you know, uh, Knob Creek has a 10-year that's uh, super caramely. Um, Blue Note has a, um, has a great kind of caramel bomb. Um yeah, you come over. I've got them. I actually have my collection sort of organized by flavors. And so, um, you know, it's it, cool. this guy is amazing and a freak of nature. I, we need to do an app called Conrad. And it would basically be like you. Ask, they ask you the questions. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm already de- designed the, the interface. Yeah. It's like pick you. It'll be in the newspaper article. Take the <laughs> yeah. quiz. Which bur- <laughs> which bourbon are you? And yeah. then Conrad speaks. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, but it's important to embrace the things that you love and like unapologetically. Oh, without like, a doubt, I'm not making fun. Them. I'm in- incredibly impressed. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> this cool. is actually not even a poke. This is actually yeah. like, man, this is a wealth of information. Yeah, it's you know the things I'm passionate about are things that I'm uh, I, when I'm passionate about something I go all in. Um, but there are a lot of really smart people who've taught me a lot about whiskey. Um, mm. So, yeah. Well, wow. thank you for sharing. Yeah, that was for sure. awesome. Yeah, it's very good. We're, um, we have time for one more question. Okay. Okay, one more question. Um, your your father, what was one piece of advice that your father has given you? And we'll end there. That that, that you, comes to mind that you've applied. And there is you. no pancake so thin that there isn't another side. Okay, and um, that is something that I use a lot. You know, even when it looks like you know um, exactly what's happening, it's important to make sure that you're examining what the other side is. Mm. And, and um, you know, especially when you're when you're a journalist, that's important. But also, just in general, when you're responding to an angry customer or when you're um, when you're talking to a reader who might be disappointed, like it's important to listen and it's make sure that side you're, to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yes. sure. It's easy to get defensive, and and it's important yeah. that yeah. to know there's two sides to everything. Yeah, aren't you yep. glad I asked one more question? Yeah, mm. absolutely. All right. Well, I think we're in a pl- good place. Are you you good? Absolutely. Conrad. Good. Yeah. Can <laughs> I can I tell your listeners one thing? Absolutely. If you're, okay. So if you're interested in subscribing, betabaynews.com/slash/subscribe mm-hmm. dash today. Or if you go to betabaynews.com, there's a big button on the top that says subscribe today that you can click on. Um, there's also on the website a place where you can put in free calendar events. That's the calendar. So, And if you are not interested in paying or subscribing or entering news, you can get a daily newsletter for free. And that's also on our site. It's called Daybreak. And it's uh, we put that together every single day at 3 in the morning. And we send that out for the next day. And it's completely free. And it's just the headlines that happen in that day. That's very cool. We'll put the links on when we do the and post. And that too. one cartoon is back in the newspaper right Marmaduke now. Marmaduke is, is back. Right. Marmaduke. Marmaduke Here to is stay. Back. <laughs> <laughs> for now. Uh, well, that right, Brainers, wraps up another gem of an episode on the creative side of things with Conrad. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to see our smiling faces, uh, I'm the wa- I'm a watcher for when it comes to podcasts. We are on YouTube. And if I want to listen to it, I just pause. I, I just don't look at it, but I can listen to it. But if you if you want to yeah. watch, we're on YouTube. If you want to listen. Yeah, I'm a listener. So those of you who are always on the go, uh, we've got your back. You can tune in and let your creativity flow, whether mm. it's on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or even Google Podcasts. We are everywhere. Yes, we are. <laughs> so um, so uh, thank you for our uh, to our community of right brainers. We love you. We're growing. Thank you for your support. Uh, give us some input, you know, uh, but please subscribe and, and share because, um, you know, we have a lot of, we hope we're delivering on a good product with good information. So uh, we appreciate you ev- and love every single one of you. And so. uh, remember that the world needs your creativity and everyone is creative. Absolutely. So with that being said, go create Go create something. something.